Welcome to the Chasing Success Podcast. Chasing Success Podcast. The podcast for anyone looking to achieve success. If you're looking to learn, grow, and impact the world around you without sacrificing happiness, this is the podcast for you. Now, here's your host, Zach Wright. Hey everyone, thank you for taking a chance on this podcast. This is the Chasing Success Podcast. I am your host, Zach Wright. I also have my own company, iMeo Company, which is improving management employees and organizations where we really focus on people, processes, and purpose to help increase productivity, satisfaction, and profits which I think everybody (laughs) says that's a really good thing to focus on. But the point of this podcast is to really dive in deep on my story, my situation in hopes that it relates to you. If you are a highly motivated, ambitious individual chasing success. Now, before we dive into today's subject, um, I do want to say that this is not meant for everybody. It's not meant for everyone out there that listens to podcasts. It's truly meant for people who have a strong desire, a strong pull to be something or somebody better than they are now. They know that their purpose in life is bigger than anything that they've done up to this point. They know that everything that in the past that they've done has help them get to this point in life, but they know that there's something greater out there for them. And the reason that I wanted to make this podcast is because I say, I'm going to say struggle with this. I don't know if I would necessarily say struggle in a bad sense, but it is definitely something that I take to heart. I want to be successful. Now, probably in some other episodes, we'll dive deeper into what it is that success can actually mean. And I do think that success is different for other people. You know, for me, I would say success is reaching my full potential. And what does that look like? Cause that's very broad. <laughs> um, reaching my full potential is getting into maybe a position that challenges me every single day where I can impact the outcomes of the organization in a positive light. And it's something that I don't dread doing. It's something that I wake up fulfilled every single day to do. I enjoy the people that I work with. I enjoy coming home and talking about what I've done in a positive light rather than a negative one, which we'll probably get into some episodes that talk about that as well. But success for other people and and even myself could be having a successful business, not necessarily one that reaches the entire world, but it reaches the target audience for that specific niche that we're, we're going after. Are we able to provide services or provide products to these people or customers that make their life better? Does it make them, in, in my case for IMEO, does it make the, the business owner more profitable? Does it make their employees more satisfied and productive? Do 
whenever we come in and provide our services, are we making their lives better? To me, that would be successful. Now, on the other end, you could have an artist that really wants to just provide value in what they do. I, I, um, I'm going to have a, a sister-in-law soon, and she's a very talented artist. She can paint animals, people, structures, and they look just like the, the actual photos or the actual in-person images. And I don't think that her goal is to be a multimillionaire, but it's to provide value and get that sense of purpose in what she's doing and, and know that it matters, which it does because the people that she delivers her, her value to leave feeling happy because they have their pet painted. Maybe it's a pet that has passed away or a, a, a mother or a father that has passed away. She has them painted and now they have this memory that they can look at and feel good about. Um, another scenario, my fiance, soon to be wife, is a nurse and, and she provides value by helping people recover and heal appropriately. And it can be stressful, but maybe her success is that that day or that year she helped more people recover than the other side of the situation, right? Success comes in all forms and variations. So we'll dive into that maybe at a later episode, but going back to the ambition and motivation, what we're really trying to do with this podcast is bring value to people who feel like they want to accomplish these great things, but whatever it is, for whatever reason, they're not necessarily there yet or they feel stuck, or they feel like whatever they're doing isn't necessarily getting them to that end goal. And the reason that I wanted to do this is because I've had ups and downs in my career and in life that obviously we all, we all have experienced. But I always find that if you hear it from somebody else, then it makes you feel a little bit better. And that's what we want to do. Maybe we'll have some guest on the show that walks us through their chasing success experience. Maybe we'll have some uh, studies that, that show, because I'm, I'm big into organizational psychology. I'm big into what makes an employee happy and fulfilled and, and provide meaning to them. So maybe we'll have studies that, that can be delivered in a, in a better way than just reading the article itself. But that's what this goal is. So I guess for this first episode, rather than just rambling on and telling you about <laughs> what the podcast is going to be about, I wanted to provide a little bit of value. So let's, let's take an example that recently happened for me, or I guess whenever this is aired, it might not be so recent, but December 23rd, 2020, I was working for a startup company in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'm from. I currently live in Concord, North Carolina, but that's where we were living at the time. And I was really doing well. I got promoted. My five, 
within five months of the the original position to a program management office lead. Um, in about a month's time frame, I created the concept of the PMO because whenever I was promoted to that position, the company actually didn't have that department. So I had to create it from scratch. I did that in a month's time frame. We, we implemented it in, in the second month and then we did various iterations throughout the rest of the year. And we were at the point where the PMO was almost operating on its own right now. One of the things that I like to say is if you're in operations or if you've done that before, there's a saying that goes along with it, which is you, the goal of operations is to work yourself out of a job. And that's exactly what I did. I worked myself out of the job because I set up the structures and the processes and the reports where eventually I wasn't needed. So on December 23rd, 2020, two days before Christmas, unknowingly I received a call from my manager or actually he pinged me and then I called him and I had a conversation with him it lasted about 10 minutes where basically to sum up the 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 conversation briefly he mentioned hey Zach we are completed with our 2021 plans and unfortunately we have chosen to eliminate the PMO position. And now this was a shock to me because up to this point, every single conversation that I had with my direct manager, which was the chief technology officer and chief delivery officer at the time, was how the PMO is like a funnel. We started with this wide open area. We've filtered it down and filtered it down. Now we're at the point where we can transition you into another position within the company so I thought that the call was going to be about that like hey Zach we're good to go with the PMO we're gonna have a transition plan where you're gonna hand it over to the product developers the product management team so on and so forth unfortunately <laughs> they told me that after reviewing the positions that they planned to have in 2021 they didn't feel that I was able to uh, come through on those situations or those possible employment opportunities, which is another story because I disagree, but <laughs> we're not here to bash. We're here to learn. So with that, what I did was obviously at first I was upset. I was disappointed. I was trying to figure out what could it have been that I did wrong or could I have done anything to change their decision-making. Well, the type of mindset that I've built up over time is what I would call a positive psychology mindset. Um, there's a term in positive psychology where it's, it's PTG, post-dramatic growth. So if I reflect over time, the, the type of mindset that I have with challenging situations or in general is I'm always able to find opportunities over limitations. So after I reflected on this situation, obviously I could focus on, hey, this was two days before Christmas. That's a terrible thing to do to someone. Now I have to go to these events and these family events and tell them the situation, which is tough for me going back to the highly ambitious and motivated 
factors of who I am because I am constantly talking about business. I'm constantly talking about my position because I'm proud of what I do. I want to tell the world. Um, so it was tough. I connected my identity to what I was doing at that company. Well, two to three days, maybe four passed and, and I decided to make a decision to move forward. And what I started to do, and even before this, I mean, the day that it happened, I started applying to different positions. I started diving in deeper on IMEO. I, I even looked into um, some clothing companies and, and, and turns into some other things that might be brought up in this podcast, which I'm excited about because that <laughs> idea is not out of the window. Um, it's actually in process. So I decided to apply things that I could do. So some of the things that I couldn't do was focus on that position because if I focus on that position, then I'm living in the past. And if I'm living in the past, then nothing is going to benefit me, right? Nothing is going to benefit me. I'm not going to be able to move forward. I'm not going to be able to apply the lessons learned and grow as a person, as an employee, as an entrepreneur, as, a, as anything for the better. Right. So I started using my resources. Now I'm heavily on LinkedIn and other social media platforms, but I started reaching out to friends that I knew that uh, either started a position or they've been there for a while. And I know that I've talked to them before. So I started to utilize my resourcefulness and the mindset that I had to have was resilience. You know, I had to overcome this in my mind before I could act. And that's, what, that's exactly what I did. Now, this, this takes time, and, and um, maybe this is another podcast, and I know I keep saying that I won't continue to do that, but um, the point that I'm trying to make is whenever situations happen in life and your goal is to be successful, you have to have resilience and you have to have resourcefulness. There's a great TED Talk by Tony Robbins that I think most people in this platform or in this audience has probably watched. But if you haven't watched it in a while, I definitely recommend it. Maybe I can link it in the show notes. But he talks about resilience and he talks about resourcefulness mainly. And that's the difference between people who are successful and people who are not successful. If you have resourcefulness, then that means anything that comes your way, you will have a way to overcome it. That's exactly what I did. Whenever I was told that the position was being eliminated, I didn't sit there and pout in a way that crippled me. I actually, I believe the first thought that I had whenever that happened was I'm going to show them because that's truly how I felt. That's how I think. And I think a lot of people listening to this probably feels the same way. But how can you take that I'm going to show them term or phrase and turn it into actionable items? Well, before just jumping the gun and trying to get the next thing, figure out what it is that you want to do, what you want to be. And that's the thing with chasing success. I think that we get a misconception of what success is. So like we mentioned in the beginning of this, you have to define what success looks like to you. Is it a Steve Jobs personality? Or is it the artist mentality? 
or what is it for you? That's what you have to figure out. So the key takeaways I would say for this podcast are they're going to be how can I take my chasing success mentality and not lose or sacrifice my happiness on the goal, on the mission to get there? Also, what is it that I can do to achieve those goals? Because I think those are the two big things. I know that I'm a big picture thinker, but I can also shrink it down, reverse engineer it and take it step by step. I had to teach myself that. That's not something that I was born with. So when I look at the big picture and going back to being laid off, what does that look like? What does that mean to me, for me? What does that mean? I had to think about that. And whenever I thought about that, what I heard myself say was this is part of my story. This is the part of my story that I had to go through to actually gain more credibility on what I'm trying to accomplish. Because I also have goals to go out and do keynote speaking and deliver positive messages and teach people how to become more positive in their thoughts. So that's the way that I look at this, going back to post-dramatic growth rather than post-dramatic stress disorder, I'm looking at this as a PTG moment in my life. This is a challenge. This is an obstacle. But you have a way to view it as an opportunity or a limitation. Now, people who think about this as a limitation, they're going to say, well, this is a terrible time to get laid off. This is just an, <laughs> a bad situation that I'm not going to be able to overcome. Or in my thought process, I look at it as an, as an opportunity. I don't think that company was paying me enough. Well, guess what? Now I have the opportunity not to wait on a raise or live on a bonus, but I have the opportunity to prove myself in an interview to get more money, to get a bigger bonus, or I have the opportunity to focus on my company, iMeo, where I can provide value and be my own boss. You see, there's two different ways to think about it. You can go to the limitations part or you can go to the opportunities part. And if you go to the opportunities part, that's where you're tapping into your resourcefulness. And if you tap into your resourcefulness, nothing is impossible. So this is a long rant and the first episode of Chasing Success podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Zach Wright. I'll be here. Hopefully, we can get some people on here, but in between, it's going to be me and you. <laughs> Hopefully, you can listen to me on your way to work. Hopefully, I can inspire you. Maybe this is something that you listen to at the gym and just become better every single day without sacrificing your happiness on the way to success. So thank you for listening to the first ever podcast from Chasing Success. I know that the quality probably isn't 100% great, but I'm working on that. We'll get there. And I look forward to seeing this community grow and seeing what everybody else out there has to offer. So we'll see you on the next podcast. And thank you again for listening.